Sit back in your seats, get something to eat, and watch this movie. Don't let the kids see it, because, well, let, let, we'll let you hear the, the, the um, video first. Thank you. I've been wanting to do this movie for a while. I did RoboCop as an early one. And Paul Verhoeven is like, uh, doesn't make really any bad movies. And I feel like this, maybe it isn't his best. I love RoboCop, but I don't know if anyone has any like first impressions from watching this. It's like kind of slightly dated. You know, it's like 25 years since it's been out, but I feel like the, the message is not, um, lost. Yeah. I think the first impression I had, that was my first, um, Paul movie I've ever seen. Um, Verhoeven. Um, he's honestly, I, at first, like, I don't know, folks are, are saying that it was like pro militarism and anti error, pro fascism. And I went to go watch it and I just saw that, um, it was just a spoof, like the propaganda scenes and how, um, they even show a, a child getting ready to fight in war. It was just a spoof. And I feel like it was just to make fun of them a little bit. And I kind of laughed at a few scenes, not going to lie. Um, there were, there was a scene, like one of the first things I took a note on was when they were explaining about, um, how they send a asteroid with the, um, bugs on it or whatever. It was exactly, it felt like just like when they were explaining to Congress about weapons of mass destruction and them being in the back of like, um, tractor trailers in the desert like that's where they're hiding them is in these tractor trailers we should and they have like really bad graphics that they were showing to congress but it, that's all that i saw that like and that didn't even happen yet but that was in the movie yeah that's funny they have a playbook. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like well, they'll they'll use that playbook for whatever you know whatever their justification for whatever military action they want to do yeah, like I could still see Colin Powell's face, like as he's flipping through, making the presentation of those tractor trailers. They just come up with ridiculous shit to be like, "Yeah, oh, that's totally believable," and we should do all these crazy things. Yeah, well, and and the opening of the movie too is just like in your face. This is military propaganda. There's like children. There's you know you got to serve. I don't know. It's like Paul Verhoeven like always goes to this. uh like that's his that's his move, like using like the reels of TV, which reminds me of just you know any propaganda reel you can think of. Yeah, well, him and uh and uh and uh and Newmeyer, I always want to say Niedermeyer, Newmeyer, uh, <laughs> watch uh like their primary inspirations for those were Why We Fight and then the famous German propaganda film. I don't remember the fucking name. I don't really care, but there's like two like major. Uh, influential like propaganda films that came out during like world war ii that all of pretty much all of those were based off of like all the iconography and stuff like that and i know verhoven like directed like military recruiting commercials not for the u.s but for i think netherlands i believe because that's where he was born yeah yeah that's it yeah he was um he grew up in nazi occupation so um he lived through that and uh, he i think he was pretty forward with his um, anti-fascist message on it and usually i, I think i think well, i understand why it like goes over some folks's heads because like i feel like there's a few plot points that get in the way of the message like like the love triangles for example they could they could have avoided the like for the first half of the movie they could have avoided the love triangles and probably expanded more on um maybe the citizen versus civilian relationships or or how the bugs even sent the 
the the asteroid or or their hierarchy, right? But I think um, that took away a lot from the film for sure. The most unrealistic part of this movie was when he sent her a gift, like he made a little gift of them kissing. No way, that would have been a dick coming. And yeah. all, all and there's no way it was like a sweet, gentle thing. No way. <laughs> well, maybe that maybe the bubble that popping was, was a I metaphor. Believe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, there's just no way it wouldn't have been a dick. <laughs> I, it would have been cool if they gave more history on what that society, like what got them there, because you don't really get that. In the so movie. like, that's, that's the thing that I have a theory on, right? I'm going to, I'm going to spit it out right now. So uh, he says like, cause he's explaining like how, you know, like violence is the baseline of, of all force or whatever. And like politics is force against used against somebody. So it, it, the society, he mentions that like when the veterans took control, right. And then that's, they instituted military fascism. And that's like the society that we have at that point. The main capital city in that fucking show is Buenos Aires and everything about their military is fucking straight up Nazi iconography. I think that's my theory is that it's like a fucking resurgence of Nazidom that happened. And like, this is like the far future beyond like straight up Nazidom. And now it's like the somewhat fascist utopia that they all dream of. But, but can we talk about how they're from Buenos Aires <laughs> and they're hair. all fucking very white? Yeah. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody even said see. Like nobody, it, like <laughs> there was no Spanish. That everybody, it was like the richest high school. The kids, like, there's no way that Johnny's parents had a house with a view like that in Buenos Aires with such a populate. I don't know. And the and the gift wasn't a dick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were all like super blonde, super. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, and like you're right though, like they all were very rich, and it's funny because in this society, being rich does not make you like his parents presumably can't vote, yet they have this like massive mansion. You know, it's like uh, it's kind of a funny. I don't know it's funny, but I guess that's how they would weed out the people in this. In your version of them being like, oh, this is Nazi resurgence, makes sense. Actually. Oh. All I could see was the ableism and being a civilian versus citizen or whatever. It's like only if you are physically able, mentally able to be in their military, are you able to be a real citizen? Well, in the book, um, yeah, that's crazy because they like in the book, Rico was actually he had he was Hispanic, he had brown skin, and um, he had brown hair. And in real life, I think um, Berhoven did that because I think. Maybe like in person, a lot of Nazis escaped to Argentina and there is a vast community out there. Like they have German celebrations. They, you know, they, they wear like the German attire and all that. And, uh, and they take pride in that heritage. And, um, I think it's off, but I, th- I don't think it's a coincidence. I maybe it's just a call back to that. And, um, yeah, it's, I thought it was great. That just further, that just further underline Ohay's theory yeah, of like the Nazi resurgence. Yeah. Yeah, that I think it's hard to. That's not at all. I mean, that's not mentioned in the book. They just kind of like gloss over it. But like the author Heinlein was like basically, a, I wouldn't say he was a fascist, but you could call him maybe a sympathizer of that kind of military thing. So I think it's I think it's pretty funny in a way though that he took this book and turned it into like a spoof of this, and then everyone who watched this when it came out was like, oh, 
We don't get it. I think it's like, it's Verhoeven was so the perfect obvious. person to make this film because I think if anybody else have, have, have did it, they might have they might have made it too pro fashy in a way, and like they might have even been like had people be like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." And but no, he he uh, he did add that spoof level to it, and you could tell, especially with the propaganda scenes. It's they're some of them are pretty funny. I just put it. I put those people on the same line as like people who watched American History X and like mm. the thing they loved most about that movie was the curb stomping scene. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. And anybody that's like, Oh yeah, I fucking love that movie. Like two bugs. And stuff. It's like, like they don't yeah. understand that movie. Cause it's just like, you know, it's like at the end, he ends up surface level. Yeah. Surface level. Yeah. What I didn't understand about it is how, um, I don't know. Maybe nobody else noticed this, but, Everything is very futuristic. Like they have all this technology, but scoreboard technology changed none whatsoever. <laughs> it's what still the, the, fuck? The, the fucking like large LED. Yeah, it's the yeah. dot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a digital. They they had they had to they had to. Uh, it was like no, a, it was it was not to, that was analog. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not like they don't have like a guy up there like changing the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, they're like they're like passing around guns like that are like massive to like kids to take a look at them, and they like have to use these scoreboards. And they let them take bullets home. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they're spending all their money, right? Like they have to spend it on military. They don't need scoreboards. They talk about like the bugs. They don't talk about them that much, but in the scene like where they're dissecting them towards the beginning of it. They talk about how they have like millions of years of evolution and, and like you learn little bits throughout the movie about them and they talk about how like they're stupid and they don't have like they're not strong fighters, but then they realize that they actually are smarter than they anticipated. I don't know how you I don't know what anyone makes of just how they identify. I mean, obviously, like talking about them as bugs, it's like they're just things they can destroy, they can crush. You know, I don't know. I mean, I I bet it equates to the same thing that like you know people would justify slavery and saying like, oh well, their brains aren't the same as our brains, and you know, I I bet that equates the same way. It's like similar to race. At at least maybe that's you could definitely draw a parallel anyway. Yeah. Well, did you say race science? Yeah, you could do like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the only way that they can explain it, like later in the movie, is like, oh, there's like the one smart bug that can. You know, like is controlling everything, so they create a hierarchy for them because they have to have one because there is one. I wish here. they would have expanded more on the hierarchy and how they even managed to send asteroids in the first place because they're little bugs and they like they're like they don't seem like they have the technology to even send them flying. Like maybe well, like like they they were looking for a reason to like wipe out the bugs and like they just they used the attack on um in Argentina as an excuse to go full out, you know. Well, what about this? What about that was actually a false flag? Mm. And the US, and the military in America, or not America, whatever, destroyed their own city so they could use it as their Yeah, own. that's, yeah, that's, see, that's okay. That's, that's, that makes more sense. Cause like, I mean, it's like, how, how they, did they have that tech? Right. And then when you take a look at these bugs and you're just like, how? <laughs> they would be like, they also, well, how did it get there so quickly? Right. It's really far away. They have to use like interstellar travel. How did that, like, yeah, they're like it just got on the other side of the galaxy. So, talking about the the classroom scene, I want to point out first. I didn't find this out, so I read the IMDb. The 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 uh, woman who's giving the anatomy class is fucking Blanche Devereaux. 
from Golden Girls. <laughs> I, I knew I recognized her from somewhere. And I, I am glad that you thought that or like explain that because it has been bothering me this whole time. And I didn't think to look at IMDB. Thank you very much. <laughs> There's a, so, but that draws that entire scene draws, um, the kind of like one for one comparison of the, uh, the enemy versus like us, how they're essentially us. Like this, the soldier bug is dumb. It doesn't feel fear. It has no fear of death. And she uses the words like it's the perfect member of a selfless society to them. Like that's the kind of, cause the, their school is like straight up propaganda. Like every scene in that fucking school is like straight up, like mindless, like fashy propaganda, all of it. And so that scene in particular kind of draws that parallel because there's a, there's every bit of parallel in like the hierarchies, like all the way up. Cause like the brain bug is like the mirror image of like Doogie Hauser, mm. you know, like he's, <laughs> he's the fucking brain bug of the, the humans in a bear mock uniform. Yeah. Well, and also I like to point out like, so humans are just randomly now have like psychic abilities. Yeah. That it's like, oh, yeah, we've evolved. Like, um, the guy from, um, uh, How I Met Your Mom, I forget his name. How I Met Your Mother, I forget his name. Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Patrick. He was like in a full on Gustavo uniform. You just showed your aim. Straight up. But yeah, like he, there's the scene where he meets like this brain bug and he's wearing like the long coat like they would wear. He's got the little military. Three on his shoulder. It's like, come on. Three SS bolts. I think it's three bolts, but like, it, I think it's two also. But there's definitely the SS bolts on their patch. Yeah, a bunch of them had it like on the 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 silver. Like it was just barely not SS. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, yeah, the whole time just walking around with it. I don't know what bothered me about his character is when he put his hand in front of their mouths when they were about to kiss. That was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then he got like so close to like i think it was like dez's face that it was like it it made me like physically have a response of cringe like i i couldn't handle it and i didn't notice any of like his coat stuff i was just like why why did he put his hand in their face yeah that's like the first thing i noticed i was watching with my sister at the time and he walks in with that full-on trench coat. I'm like, is that really a Gustavo fucking uniform? And sure enough, it was. Well, I don't know, because that was the time of, like, the trench coat mafia. is like, when that stuff came out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, but they also have, like, the flags, which, like, the eagle on there is, like, pretty, you know, uh, pretty. Mm, the green flag, subtle. and, like, they have, like, the, oh, yeah. The, symb- the symbology is straight up fash. It's, like, eco-fash. Like, have you seen their logos? It's similar to that. Yeah, I I feel like all my notes are like, oh, that's some Nazi shit. That's some Nazi shit. That's some Nazi shit. But oh, the, the, I was going to say, this is a crazy thing is one of those like commercials they had. They talk about how they like arrested some dude for murder and then they like tried him for his murder that same day and then they executed him live on television. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was all right? like, the Verhoeven. And they're like, what, tune in tonight. Can't wait. Yeah. It it reminds me of I, the first thing I thought of was the like George Carlin has some bit where he's like talking about you know having public <laughs> executions yeah. and shit. So he's like, oh, like is that a is that a little? I know it's not a reference to George Carlin, but maybe think of it. That, that reminds me of a scene where they were talking about Mormon extremists, and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, did you when they were, when the Mormons like were they going there to like try to proselytize these 
like bugs and then got eight about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was if, like, so I was real happy for the <laughs> bugs at that so, point. So that's, I was very team bugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I buy into the, the false flag uh, uh, theory about the, the meteor that hit Buenos Aires because that's the first in the movie. That's the first time that like bugs eat people. But it doesn't happen on camera and it elicits like almost no reaction from the public because, you know, people don't fucking care about. Them. So like no, nobody. I, and so they're like, no, nobody we need a better went one. There. <laughs> it was What's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It was like uh, how, you know, like first they hit the embassies in Africa and they're like, well, those weren't good false flags. So then they had to do a 9-11 about it to get us over <laughs> there and. The Iraq and Afghanistan. See, I told you I'd have a 9-11. Well, so it's funny. So, so smart. They had to hit rich white people is what yeah. they had to do. Yeah. yeah. You don't do that. So yeah, so so Smirk Gently, who was gonna be on, but she couldn't join uh today tonight. She uh her 9-11 joke was that the Buenos Aires hit was the 9-11 too. So you had you had a similar similar joke going there. They knew it was coming. Well the, it's, the it's thing all, too it's about all the, media program. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Mormon thing that they don't really explain, and I was trying to, I was reading some theories, is that they say, one theory I, I read said that they weren't there to like make them, you know, re- religious. It was because they were being persecuted, you know, in Buenos Aires or wherever they were living. And so they kind of escaped there to the neutral zone. And then they used that as like one of their original excuses, but no one actually cared that Mormons died, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> but, is, but is that what Mormons do? Is that what they do? I don't think so. They're not. They're not escaping persecution. They're the ones doing the proselytizing. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, that's and true. usually getting clapped up by the native in the process. Well, but they, they, no one even cared that that wasn't their. Yeah, I don't know. They they kind of like hit on that message or they he threw that imagery in there, but I don't I guess it's just the idea that whatever society we find in interstellar, we're going to try Maybe they make them maybe push. they were the maybe they were the puritans trying to find a new world. Mm. Trying to trying to well, well, I think well don't Mormons believe that we're already living on heaven, like heaven's on earth right now and that once Jesus returns and he'll send everybody to you know, down into hell or something like that, and then they believe that Salt Lake City is the news eye. <laughs> and I'm a former Mormon. I can attest to this. I'm an authority in the area. So. You're you're a victim. Okay, but I, yeah, I yeah. wonder. I wonder if they packed their like weird white underwear to bring to. You know, I like, never uh, encountered that the entire time I was in the church. But like, there was a lot of like shit about food storage and stuff, which is like generally a good idea. But their whole basis is like, hey guys, this rapture thing's happening any day now. So well, they like those, it might like, not um, go up. So were they, are they like similar? It happened on the bug planet. <laughs> yeah. They were raptured. I wonder why they chose Mormonism, though. Like, why that one? Like, out of all the things that they could have chosen to be the ones, like, out trying to either be neutral, proselytize, colonize, whatever. Why Mormons? Why was it that one? And, and like, they couldn't come up with a new kind of, like, weirdo, you know, extremist religion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did they they choose Mormonism? Like, 
Did Scientology exist in the mid nineties? I don't know when I, that. Like, I think it was created. Yeah. In the 90s. No, they've been. Okay. Okay. Or, I don't or know. The 80s. I, don't I know. forget. This was ninety seven. They were well established. That was okay. like when Tom Cruise was doing the Tom Cruise things. Yeah. Acting crazy yeah, on um, right. was it Oprah show? The Oprah show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the the other the other part so this is i guess now we've they've like been recruited and they're off like they're all getting sent off to their different like you know depending on how smart you were you know uh denise richards gets to be a pilot and you know what's his name be, uh, neil patrick harris is like the brain guy and the other ones all go into the infantry and I, like the whole like focus on the like the basic training i thought was they, they had a lot there and i don't know I guess it was like them preparing. I guess they do that at like Forrest Gump and all, a lot of movies. They're going to show them in that basic training. I don't know. Like that, that whole entire thing was, was pretty bonkers. You know what? I couldn't get, I could not get over how many times they said, we're never going to see each other or how many times they saw each other over and over and over <laughs> for them to have the same scene. We're never going to see each other again. We're never going to see each other again. I think it was at least three times that they ran through that. And then they start like at some point too, which is funny. Well, the, this is just like a thing I noticed. Like when they're sending messages to each other where they're actually talking, they would not be able to talk to like his dad back in Buenos Aires live. Like he's like thousands of miles away. Like that shit's like way off. Well, his dad looked up and here. they still deliver like a mini disc about it. <laughs> yeah, the little mini disc. <laughs> Rico's dad's. He said something pretty base. I mean, well, he said that. Um, He's like, there should be a law against using the school as a recruiting station. And I thought that was base. Yeah. And that, that correlates yeah. a lot with today. I mean, they, oh yeah. I wrote yeah, that they, down. They, uh, yeah. they use like video games, you know, they'll go to high schools and try recruiting people straight out of like poor little, you know, poor kids straight out of high school. They're doing anime and e-girls like, now. Yeah. And like the recruiter guy with like the no leggies and like his, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he called them like, the, uh, like metal hands. He literally said, like, fresh meat for yeah. the grinder. Like, it was like, the, he said it out loud to them, to their face. And they're like, yes, Yeah, they're like encouraged. Yeah, I think he, can't wait. I think he called it like, I think it's like, oh, so I saw something they call it. It's like the example of like the poor, bloody infantry, you know, just you're out there front line. You're just going to get slaughtered. So when I was in, uh, when I was in, uh, one station unit training in the infantry, I forget which, which school it was, but we went to a different range and like, they were like, if you guys want to complain about your leg hurting, then Sergeant so-and-so, show them how your leg hurts. And, like, he lifts up his pants, and he's got a fake fucking leg. And, like, that was the moment that I was like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> that was my real-life Starship Troopers moment. Some guy showing off his fucking aluminum leg. And I was like, goddamn it, I shouldn't have done this. It was a stupid <laughs> idea. Mistakes have been made. <laughs> you know, done it. It was too late for them. Like, they're off, you know, like he's denounced his family money or whatever like could you imagine i like when denise R richards like what was her name in the movie i don't even remember i just remember denise richards uh, but when she sits in the carmen. captain's chair carmen yes she sits in the captain's chair and she's like all proud of herself and it's like don't you see how much of a quick turnover that was for you to be like three months later you're the captain of the ship and like seemingly so proud and like they each like got into their like high ranking position like so fast that none of them stopped to think well wait a second i'm gonna die like on thursday yeah 
<laughs> right. Like in the in the infantry, they were basically going through like what did they what was the name of the they called the person who was like the, the the group leader group leader was that what it was no okay they went through like the four leader. of them uh platoon yeah leader? I think I so that's when their teacher went and the teacher was um their leader the one that were that when they yeah. were in high school but I th- they called him yeah, lieutenant. lieutenant lieutenant okay yeah but yeah you're right like they they're cycling through people I mean. In one of the propaganda films, after they attack the bugs later, they say 100,000 dead, like, and it's basically like in an instant, they're just like gone. Yeah. They had to go to a high school to get a lieutenant. Like, that's wild. <laughs> a high school teacher. Yep. Yeah, come on. And, and Rico, <laughs> he takes over his teacher's position right, right after and has the same, um, I forget what he says, the, the professor before they go and like fight. I think he says, um, uh, I think if if you don't fight, then I'll forever. kill you myself. And then yeah. Rico starts saying that as soon as he takes control, and it's just kind of like, for since high school, he was indoctrinated by his own teacher, you know, to fight and go die. I mean, they encourage people to die. Like there was that one scene where they were like, uh, um, "Do you want to? Uh, was it? You want to live long, or do you want to live longer?" Or... He was he was he was mentioning how like uh, they should go out there and just die quick. One thing that stuck out to me, and and as I think about it now, is she was like, "I want to get a license to have a baby." Then how did how was Johnny Rico's parents? How did they have him without them being like a? That's a problem. And I think you know? they mentioned they mentioned that like military is the fastest lane to citizenship. I don't think it's. Oh okay. yeah. I'm sure if you're yeah. rich, you can be a fucking citizen. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean, obviously, money will buy you whatever you want. I think his parents were actually citizens. They just didn't go the military route. Or I don't know. I can't remember. The dad seemed anti-military, so then maybe not. Yeah. Because he was a Harvard guy, yeah. so he's trying to get... Because I remember that. He's trying to get Rico to go to fucking Harvard. So. Yeah. Like you're going to Harvard. Speaking, and I wonder, though, Carmen and Johnny's babies, like, they're like no wonder they had to go into the military to be separate because if they had a baby the jawline on that baby (laughs) they would have to come up with like a new cheddar cheese for how sharp that jawline would have been well the 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 other like wildly fucked up thing in the basic training aside from like his buddy getting like shot because he takes off his helmet they just like corporal punish him like Mm -hmm. right in front of everyone like that lashes, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that did not That's look very fashy. Yeah, and like he was proud of yeah. taking. And they were like immediate. They were immediately bleedy too. I I don't. I was I was not okay with how bloody mm. that was so fast. No way. I like how like they just like one one recruit like he's like oh yeah attack me and the guy attacks him and he breaks his fucking arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> then the next guy and Gary Busey's son fucking gets a knife or a. Uh, is Gary Busey the son? Wait. Yeah. Is, no, the is that the blonde? Busey the son the gets his fucking, gets a knife in his hand during the thing. But then you find out later that they have like Bakta tanks and they can like regenerate in three days. So not as high stakes. Star Wars-esque. Yeah. Yeah, they have they have that technology, but yeah, they still have those uh, analog <laughs> And a fucking, a tablet was still this big and this thick on the table. <laughs> yeah. It was... T- it was curved like a screen. <laughs> so I think that like it's when they're it's right after he gets his like his lashes, he's like gonna quit, and then Buenos Aires is destroyed and they're like in the 
you know, well, I, I'm calling it a false flag. I mean, I guess I could have actually attacked them. But it, like, I think I was telling this to Morte before we jumped on. It's the same with like any military expansion is they have all this shit, all these guns, all these soldiers. They need something to fight. Like, otherwise, what's the point of all of it? They got to keep that, that ball rolling. So it makes sense that they would antagonize them to the point of military conflict. Well, the military keeps the money coming in or the, you know, war keeps the money coming in. So like they, they're probably finding any reasons to get to um, take over any planet in that galaxy. I mean, they, they, they already conquered a, a good amount of the galaxy all the way to the, the bugs, right? I, I was going to change gear so you can finish your thought. Okay. So I did like how um, when they changed, or they're like, yeah, we made a big mistake sending them there. And then they found like a black lady to take over the white guy who was like in charge. I did like how that happened. I was, I was That's a bit too progressive that. for a fascist movie. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, uh, you know, maybe we need a, uh, I don't know. They needed to clean up the edges a little bit. Well, that whole like that, like the scene of them, like bringing the person out into this like giant military room was also pretty much like, I don't know how you, they're all like in their like fascist uniforms. You know, the only thing that was missing was like literally like saluting the dude. Yeah. Doing like the Sag Hell salute or some shit. I'm surprised they didn't add like a salute like that into the movie, but I think it would have been too controversial for sure. Yeah. The, yeah, but, and, and the the first dude who I think was the leader, he was just saying like he got tanked because he killed everyone or he got everyone killed. Is his like fiery speech is like you know like we need to basically take over the not the planet. He says like uh, the galaxy or maybe he doesn't say galaxy. Uh, I don't know what term he used, but basically like you know we need to the bugs can't exist. Like we are the 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 better species, and like that's also some you know. Yeah, it's like when he says the only good bug is a dead bug. Or yeah, like, and then um, they have like kids stomping on bugs like on the street yeah, too. Cockroaches. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like it's just a cockroach. Yeah, and they it's were, not the same one. It's, it's, like, it's not his son. That reminds me of um of during a speech when he was talking to him in class, he says, Violence is a, is the supreme authority that solves everything. And like I think they like they're like super pro violence. They don't wanna be um democratic about anything. They just uh just wanna conquer. And like I I think that that's like super fast. It plays a it plays a role in a lot of the kids or like the they 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 don't seem like kids. They're they a bit old to be teen and high school teenagers, but um yeah, they were they were definitely at least pushing thirty. Yeah. Like there's no way they're like that was going to the prom. That's exactly. the hallmark of the nineties, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like they'd have every like, every high school like flick had like adults playing. They even had like um Inspire Man, you know, <laughs> adult playing teenage guy. Yeah, Denise Richards was 26 when she did this movie. <laughs> well, and it's like the uh, the movie Hackers, which I did earlier. Um, like, uh, what's her Fucking name? Love um, Hackers. The uh, 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 Angelina Jolie. She's like almost almost 30. Like she's like 27, 28. She's playing a 17 year old high school kid. It's like to come be on. fair, Angelina Jolie is a fucking vampire. <laughs> like <laughs> she will never aid. Hey, it might That's be all that adrenochrome. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're dropping. We are talking we're dropping, about Hollywood. Yeah. Q, we're dropping Q references. 
And then the, the scene, like right after the, I guess that's when they've like now declared war. They've changed their, I don't know if it's before or after they have their first initial attack. There's like a reporter on the ship and he's like, they've had him a couple times. And he says, some say the bugs were uh, provoked by the, uh, the humans. And so it's for, uh, you know, going into their habitat. And it's, and it's like, no, let's just kill them all. So like it's, they, they know that they're, it's like this, what is this guy like MSNBC getting on there being like, <laughs> Actually, this war isn't so bad, you know, isn't so good. That DeFranco guy from TikTok. (laughs) It was those fucking Mormons. That was it. They started us all. (laughs) Yeah, all because you had to, you know, spread your Mormonism everywhere. Yeah. And actually, (laughs) so it was the the scene where, like, um, Johnny gets in trouble because he let the Hodor guy get shot in the head. Um, he like that was Hank Schroeder, right? That's, yeah, he comes yeah, yeah. in, his, and his... I just wanted to say, a cab includes Hank Schroeder. God damn it! Just you're so right. we're all on the same page. <laughs> that was yeah. still that scene still hit hard from Breaking Bad, though. <laughs> but yeah, what is that? I can't think of that guy's actual name. Um, yeah, but he's Hodor in my head. What's, what's so funny though is that in the in the I think they don't actually give him a name. He's just like commanding officer according to IMDb. You guys are talking about <laughs> Hank from Breaking Bad, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay. I know who you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the whatever the big guy's name was. Oh, I think, we're, I, think I was head. confusing who you were talking about. Yeah, no, but Hank Schroeder, who he was like uh, had to be in trouble with, he's just Hank Schroeder. I was just thinking about. Oh, there's one thing that I I, I thought I mentioned because I know that. Multiple people here have tattoos. Did you notice that they have like an auto tattoo machine in it? Yeah. In the, yeah, I see. And I'm like, and I, and I was talking with someone recently, like, that's the one thing that they'll never automate. And like, of course, these fucking people did. They automated it. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. They're getting like the laser I'm, tattoo. I'm literally a tattoo artist. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, they're, they're, they, they've, they've, they've stolen your job from you. No, but I did see like that people are doing that like blackout tattoo and then that laser machine thing to like, I don't like it, like puts a design on the tattoo, but I've never seen a healed, whatever that looks is going to do to the skin. Oh, so there is something like that. There's something like that. You got to do like a blackout tattoo and then they have like a digitized laser machine that only like, will like it, it won't so do it like on a, like regular it's skin. It's like a tattoo the, over the black. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I've not seen the end of it. Oh, that's interesting. I've seen the one I that went looks ahead like and ignored movie. it because I'm sorry. No, I was. I said I just went ahead and ignored it because I need to be a tattoo artist. <laughs> Robots are gonna take your fucking job. You need to accept That's that. That's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, if we have socialism, then then that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. The the uh, what's I, I don't know I I feel like the like the second I mean maybe it's like more like the third act of the movie like after they start like going to war there's like just constantly. Like they didn't prepare any of them for any of the actual fighting, and like, and it's also funny too. Like they, it takes them tons of shots to take down these bugs, and like, some at some points there's like thousands of them, and somehow they're succeeding. It was like kind of like what the fuck. My favorite part was when um, Johnny like gets the bomb in the like bug by accident, exactly the way that in Conehead. He narvels the Garthog by like getting the fucking golf ball into the throat. It was perfect. Yeah, that is funny. 
Yeah, they 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 needed like a they needed like the scoreboard next to like the bug to be like one nothing. <laughs> the <something>. analog scoreboard. <laughs> no, the the bugs got digital ones. <laughs> They're smarter. Yeah, they, and like that's the thing too. They they it was like sort of proven that the humans were not as technologically advanced as just they had no weapons other than like shooting fire out of their ass and stuff <laughs> right like that's what they were doing right like you were just shooting they're like shooting fire right. yeah yeah that's kind no, of no but like it was like acid like butt juice from the bone oh. but then when like <laughs> but then like when they get the bug juice on them it's fine only when it comes out the butt is it burning to them and i like that is I true feel like they yeah, they it should have been like acid all around because only it coming out of the butt of the fucking bug makes it be acid. <laughs> yeah, why know. would it when it exploded, right? It didn't do anything. They also had yeah. stratospheric anti aircraft weaponry though. <laughs> they had those ones that would aim their asses up at the sky and <laughs> laser yes, laser ass shit. Yeah. It was like taking out starships and what Yeah, that re- that actually reminds me of um when uh damn it, I had it right here. Um, oh yeah, the infantry, they had like mini nukes. It was just normalized and they were just shooting nukes at like bugs and shit. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, like just have like, it's, it reminds me of Fallout. I'm not sure if anybody plays that here, but they had mini nukes in there and, uh, they just shoot it casually at bugs, which you think would be fatal to the, the soldiers, right? Shooting it. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. If they had, if they had, nukes that small they could have just nuked the whole fucking planet right right, right, like, right. were they were they there for their resources is that what they didn't want yeah, to destroy? Oh yeah absolutely imperialism Galactic. they wanted they wanted some of that they wanted some ass juice from the <laughs> <Yeah. bugs. laughs> it's gotta have it's gotta have energetic properties right like if it's like got that sort like of melting behind yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah if it can if you can shoot an ass ball into space <laughs> The energy behind that has to be enough to like drive a Tesla or something. There's an Elon Musk in this universe. <laughs> well, they're probably eating Going something like that's on the planet, right? Like he's eating some kind of metal, some lithium, yeah. and he's just like shooting it up there, right? So that's that's what they were there for. It's like in uh, it's like 100%. Avatar, the first Avatar. They're there just for like the what are they? I don't know. They made up the name like the that tree of life or whatever. Mm. Yeah, that was a nine eleven, by the way. The tree in the, in the Avatar, but. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everything circles back to 9-11. Yeah. Yes. A, and Mormon. It's a 9-11 Ouroboros. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, and then the, like the, the whole like Mormon, um, like the base. And then that's like the part where it's very, I mean, it's like any kind of military movie. There's like thousands of bugs swarming like their little crappy ass military thing. And they're just shooting them down like with unlimited bullets. It seems like. I think it's a lot of it. Is, down. It's very, um, in terms of like to keep pushing the fashy button, it's very, uh, echoes of colonialism. Mm. Like we see it in Avatar and we see it in this one where like a high tech, uh, colonizer shows up to attack the low tech, uh, native, I guess in, in this case, native species. And they're fucking stunned by like how hard they get clapped on whenever they fucking show up. Reminds me of like the Vietnam War kind of, you know, um, America going to Vietnam and getting whooped, you know, by farmers. It's kind of like, yep. I think maybe, maybe, um, they're all been, um, you know, use that as like 
inspiration in a way. I know definitely America's policies at the time he did, because he did mention it was about America. And like it was, and like, you know, he, it was, you know, even though it's super fashy, it does make sense because, uh, America's like fascist, you know, in disguise. Everybody knows that. They, when they do like catch the, like the smart bug, like he's holds his hand on him and he's like, oh, he's afraid. Like that was their, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. it was such a cheesy ass. And line. then they play fanfare behind it whenever everybody's cheering and shit. When, when they showed his face, when they did like the brain sucky thing, I've definitely been able to make a man's face look like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and they, they were like, we're torturing the bugs too, right? They like show them and shit. They're like, yeah, torturing the shit out of them. Yeah, they were in like, they were like pro torture. And yeah, they're like, they're like torturing. Ha- they have the bug all tied up and shit. And they're like, yeah, he's afraid. Oh, no, fuck, really? Do you think he would have? <laughs> he's surrounded by people with like tactical nuclear weapons, like on their side of their body. They, they like, they like cut off the sucky thing and they have him like tied up and like guns at him like, oh, he's afraid. Wow. <laughs> you you needed to be psychic to know that. Oh, my God. Well, th- that's the thing is like they, they, they talk about him being psychic, but I don't feel like any part of anything in the movie required him to be psychic. Like if it was yeah. his idea to go to war and all that, he, he fucked needed up. To be, he needed to be psychic to like get the ferret to like bug his mom. <laughs> and then to... <laughs> Another thing is the only like plot device that served was like whenever because Johnny was like, "Hey, was it you that led us there, or blah blah, or was it you that led me to Carmen?" And he's like, yeah. "That's classified." And then he like yeah. walks off. So they, it can mean one of two things: like, yes, he's psychic, and the only reason he's psychic is for that fucking scene, and then the scene to where he's like, "He's afraid," or he's not at all fucking psychic, and it's a callback to. uh the Nazi psyops where they're like, Oh, our leaders are into the occult and they get messages from beyond. And this is like, this means victory here and blah, blah, blah. So it could go either way. I was thinking about the same thing. It's like, they were, you know, I mean, and then you look at mind control and the brainwashing MK ultra, like Wait, all these yeah. shit. They yeah. were doing. So, so Doogie Hauser gets to do an MK ultra. After yeah. that. <laughs> yep. yeah. He's, he's, nice. he's given that giant bug, like, you know, a vast full of LSD. Yeah. Just um, just a half. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they don't they don't like dive too much into the occult stuff or any of the other aspects of like, you know, the Nazi shit. So, I guess that would would make would make a good. I, I think I like that theory. I think it, it it's that it definitely relates for sure because I know they were like that's you know like the star the star seed in the five D is uh, is a result of that whole. The whole um occult and Nazi shit. It's pretty crazy how prevalent it's still it's still prevalent today, you know, and yeah. It's it's crazy. And like you know, like a lot of people don't even know they're spewing that shit. Like they're spewing fascist prop like uh rhetoric and um it's wild. They were like heavily into occult shit and they were like there was even some Nazis who were like saying it. It was it's pretty wild. Yeah. Some of them still there's there was a recent um breakup between like a, a Nazi group like a prominent like Nazi uh fucking like uh post board or whatever where like a bunch of them were Satanists 
and a bunch of them are like you know like trad christian purists and shit so the whole it tore the whole fucking community apart which is hilarious because i'll never not laugh at the rats sinking their own fucking ship but like i don't know i that was like hearing that there's satanist nazis i'm like what the hell and it seems like wild because like every Nazi you meet is like some super like evangelical Christian, you know, nationalist and catching like a Satanist Nazis. It's like rare. It's like, you know, really rare. It's like honestly like catching someone who's openly like a Japanese fascist. I, I hardly see those online, but, um, cause they're mainly, you know, in love with Germany or like Italy. Let me uh let me put my camera upside down, give him a view. I'm just kidding. Of Mussolini. <laughs> well the like and well, I, I mean not to mention that, but like I think a lot of those Japanese fascists like they went to South Korea and so a lot of them are now living in South Korea. Oh so. yeah. And, um, and then a lot of them got a uh, uh got shot in the fucking street with an electronic yeah, shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. The Shinzo hilarious. Shinzo Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they actively deny war crimes, so you know, no remorse. Yeah, fuck them. But it, it's funny, like so. I, so, there, so there are a bunch of sequels. We were briefly talking about it, and I mean, I, I'm curious if they like continue how like how the story continues in this movie. But like, I don't know. Like, you could let's uh, let's pretend you've never seen them, or if you have seen them, you can pretend you didn't. Like, what's like what is the What's like the continuation of this? They just take over the bugs and then there's just like a different bug planet. I mean, I don't know how this can like. Well, well, certainly they would all be dead in three days and would be replaced with a whole new cast almost immediately. That's definitely a thing that'll happen. That's like first step. One of the things that like that, because people will, will glorify this movie for the wrong reasons because it does really well at being like, a super like action flick, right? Like just surface level. It's a, it's a good action flick and it had really, really good CGI for the time, which isn't part of my point. I just needed to point that out. But like, um, so, but the thing that isn't like really acknowledged by those groups that romanticize it as an action film is that the end of the movie isn't really a fucking happy ending. Like Rico is just continuing the cycle. Karma is just continuing the cycle. Like they're all just continuing the cycle. Like Rico, like literally just becoming, uh, uh, what's the teacher's name? Wrath check or whatever. And, uh, it's just war forever and ever and ever. Cause I think they mentioned like other bug planets too in that movie, or it could be, I know like in the further, like extended universe of the fucking franchise or whatever, there are other bug planets, but I'm pretty sure they mentioned other ones on there. I might be mistaken. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I guess that's like his. I guess like that's kind of like his point of you know the perpetual state of military intervention. Like it's endless because as long as there's some species that we can take over, it's, yeah, it's just it's just imperialism mm-hmm. forever. I wonder how the stage was, of capitalism like, looks in that world. Like you get, you kind of get like a some hints at it, but like I wonder how like it's affected it. Well, they don't show well, poverty. Like you've got to be rich to yeah, have babies. Right, right. Eugenics, pretty much. You have to have a high IQ to vote, too, and you have to be a citizen. Uh, you don't you have to have a high IQ? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they mentioned that. They mentioned uh, voting, having kids requires a fucking license, and to be a politician, you have to be a citizen. What's, what's funny is 
so few people actually survive military service that like not many people are coming back and voting. And they talk- yeah, like they all go and die. Yeah. Right. And so the one thing that we didn't talk about, I think we did briefly before, is like the shower scene early on in camp. And what's interesting about it is they basically all are like ragging on on um, what's his name Rico for being like a rich dude who chose to join the military just for fun. All of them are like talking about how like they had nothing. They're all poor kids, you know. Like that that was their their way out. And so I think that this like platoon the same kind of same plot mm-hmm. scheme the rich dude joins. I think it was just an excuse for us to see their butts yeah. and their boobs, really. For sure. I was okay with the it. Plants shut off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just saw a note that said that in one of the like fight scenes, they had to remove a, a part of like a decapitation of someone. So the movie didn't get an NC 17 rating, but if you watch it on oh. FX, it's the full NC. Oh, wow. One thing I want to touch on um, is, you know how they had that channel. That's like, Hey, the, the national, network or whatever it was called um that was just like their propaganda channel and um it would say wanna see <laughs> <laughs> um it was just like wanna know more and it's like yeah but i it never let you know more it never like gave you the opportunity to know more yeah <laughs> you want to yeah. know more yeah. sorry here's propaganda <laughs> <laughs> so, so i want to know more just more, like, want to know more? Yes. Okay, here's more footage of kids stopping on bugs. So, <laughs> here's a ridiculous little note I found in IMDb. It says, during, like, the filming, like, on the set, they cough, They often were calling Neil Patrick Harris Doogie Himmler because he had that military <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if he liked that. Uh, Maybe that's why he put his hand uh, in front of the mouth. That's. I mean, I would love to know who the people were who like had the balls to do. It was probably it was probably Verhoeven. He's like, "Hey, Himmler, come here." Verhoeven's honestly a genius. I wonder what the other channels were like. Like, do did they even have other channels? Because like at the time, the only view they could have is like like. Like living in 1997, all you had was television channels. I mean, there was like you could go on AOL or whatever, but there wasn't like the internet like we know it today. There wasn't the communication that we know it today. And I wonder, like, they had that perception. I wonder what the other channels were to be perceived, like, what, how they were perceiving and like projecting what was happening with these bugs and stuff. Yeah. It's like they, they don't want to give them like actual, like the only recreation of any kind of like entertainment was like that footballist kind of game they're playing. Right. Yeah. It's like they don't want to give them any kind of, I don't know, like normalcy or entertainment because if they do, then I don't think that I, w- I would imagine like their militaristic society would say like that would make you soft. So there was the football and then there was the execution yeah that's their entertainment and they had a little dance right they had a little dance party (laughs) yeah and the kids stomping bugs that was another they're like yay this is a fun thing we do at recess is we get a bunch of cockroaches together and stomp them with our doc martens that are vintage now would the scene where they're handing kids guns fly if they tried to make that movie today yeah that that was pre-column this movie was pre-columbine i don't think so yeah yeah, I mean, I always say this, and a lot of times when I do movies that are pre nine eleven, even 
It's just like the movie, the things you can get away with or like that they just did before 9-11 was just such a different, you could just do more shit. And it, like, this is like a satire of military, whereas after 9-11, it's like, oh, we're just actually going to go kill people for fun because we want to. They were like, they were like, yeah, no bet. Yeah. And then they did it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Then they made a mirror <laughs> of the nationalistic propaganda to get that rally around the flag mentality to get people on board with Iraq and Afghanistan. It's like kind of nuts how one for one ridiculous and stupid it was whenever you look back at it. Like the whole freedom prize. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So apparently, so I, I, they don't say this in the thing, but apparently the channel that they always were watched was called FedNet. Was that right? FedNet? Oh, I don't, I don't know. It, like, it says it here. Like it's in the, apparently in the Blu-ray commentary, Paul Verhoeven wanted to call it FedNet. Should have gone with it. I, I, I don't remember what the new channel is called, but that, that fits. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm guessing. You know, he got away with a lot in terms of this. I'm curious what else he would have. I I, I bet it was like fed, the Federation Network or stuff like that rings oh, a bell. Yeah, I think that sounds yeah. right. So I think you're right. So yeah. it didn't really change it. It was kind of spot. They just said, yeah. I could be wrong. I, I don't. I, but that seems like what it was. If I. Yeah, and it's it also because we're talking about how they were shooting a lot. I'm just like going through some of these like facts. It says it was like the most blanks ever, blank rounds ever shot during a movie until this time. 300,000 blank rounds. Wow. I'm surprised no one got hurt. Yeah. So there are a few things where it says some, a couple of the Alec, like, people got Alec Baldwin was not there. So it was okay. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Right. <laughs> yeah. We've had 300,000 deaths. <laughs> well, the, uh, <laughs> it said one of the people who was in it. So. Uh, Jake Busey apparently like got heat stroke, which doesn't count from, I mean, that's an injury, I guess, but that's the, um, the blonde eyebrows guy, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. He's been, I'm trying to think of what other things I've seen him in from that. I think he was in the movie contact too. He was like the terrorist okay. in contact. What's the, the Michael J. Fox movie where he can talk to dead people? Five senses uh, or no. Six senses, right? No, no, the Michael J. Fox one that came out. Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie. I can't think of Uh, Screamers, maybe or Back to the Future. It was Back to the Future. (laughs) Yeah, back to it was Back to the Future, where he can talk to dead people, and then he has a he has a golden retriever, and the golden retriever gets very sick, and then he has to put it down. Very sad. I've never actually seen any of the Back to the Future movies. (laughs) We're totally. We're absolutely full of shit, and please don't believe us at all here. There's <laughs> <laughs> a weird. I I should have I should have just let you go along in your life with that clanking around in your head like it was real. <laughs> I I almost did too. I almost did. It, it said something funny. So in the early in the scene early in the movie when they're in the classroom, apparently it had some displays of of major philosophers, and one of them was Hannah Arndt, who's like a who wrote like you know the book on fascism. And also Nietzsche was back there as like the most famous philosophers. So it's interesting that they decided to be like, oh, well, this, uh, cause Ardent is basically her work was all on totalitarianism. So it seems like a nice little nod. It's like Verhoeven, what made it such like, I say that this is in terms of modern film, the greatest indictment of fascism that I've seen in a movie. And I'd say that with my whole goddamn chest. Like how every detail was like unscrupulous, like everything from the fucking SS bolts on the shoulders to like 
the eagle iconography to their entire fucking philosophy is like laid out scene by scene in the fucking movie and it's so like prevalent and in your face that people kind of forget that it's even fucking there and just appreciate the action of the film and like get lost in that and cheer for them even though they're committing a genocide against the native species essentially that they find out is intelligent that's like don't don't they say the best propaganda is the kind that you don't even notice anymore yeah well that's what like it got past like i was looking at some reviews like you know i don't know which magazines i saw and most of the people who like didn't like this movie are like oh it's too pro military so to them it, it it's like it worked on them right it's saying they thought it was a pro military movie not even understanding and that's your job your literal job is to like review fucking movies yeah, or like their inability more. to see the propaganda anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess those people. Yeah. If you're a critic, you're probably at that time, you know, you're like a boomer or close to it. So, like, you've been having that shoved down your throats for for decades. You heard about everything Weinstein did, and you just didn't talk about it. You want to keep your job? Yeah. Um, what was I going to mention? The yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. I would say it's probably the most, the like the best critique of it. And and he says it's supposed to be America, even though he's using like the most famous fascist, you know, country ever. But other than like the symbols, I mean, how much different is it than our fucking country? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, there's still plenty of eagles in the U.S. military. <laughs> yeah. Rank structure. Rich people this. can like have more pull than anybody else. Well, there's actually, um, I think it's a, it's it's a, it's a it's a military building for the United States, but it's shaped like a swastika. I think it's for the Air Force, yeah. and it's literally shaped yep. like a swastika, just right in front of our faces, you know. And people, oh, the really, Pentagon, yeah. Well, the pet, <laughs> Pentagon. I think um, that one's definitely. Um, well, that one never got hit, and it. I mean, we're gonna talk about nine eleven. The guy, the Pentagon. Um, I forgot I was going to say about the Pentagon. I was just full of shit about the Pentagon. <laughs> yeah, everything everything about it is, to be honest. Well, I don't think I had any, anyone have any uh, last uh, Starship Trooper jokes or comments or or anything you got. Uh, well, I think that quote I was talking about earlier, uh, um, I found it. Um, the teacher tells him, he's like, come on, you apes, do you want to live forever? And I don't know. That one stood out to me too. Uh, it's like they're promoting death. Like you gotta die. You know. I mean, just who really cares to die? They like promote. I have I have one note, but I don't really know what it was talking about. But it was gross, right in the fucking eyeball. I don't know what that was for. <laughs> Does one of them get like poked? I, he, yeah. I think he, I, I think he got shot right in the fucking eyeball, and it reminded me of that Adam Sandler movie where he goes. Gross, right in the fucking eyeball. <laughs> yeah, the, where he's the bodyguard. Yeah. Um, what the? Or he's the he's yeah, he yeah. has a bodyguard <laughs> now. He's like uh, Damon Wayans is the. Uh, what I fucking know, movie was that? Gross, right? So gross, fucking right funny, in the fucking eyeball has stuck with me my whole life. Well, that might have been when the guy gets shot in basic training. I think, right? Because doesn't he get mm. shot like maybe? Right? Yeah, Hodor when he got shot in his fucking eye. <laughs> so, like one of the things from the commentary that really stuck with me was Verhoeven said that like if you want to take anything from the movie it's that war makes fascists of us all yeah. and 
I thought that like just thinking of that and then thinking about how many people miss the fucking point watching this movie because they're so caught up in like rooting for Rico and like being behind him like oh yeah he lost his family they don't stop to think that like the asteroid angle makes zero fucking sense they don't stop to think about any of those fucking things they just get caught up in the same loop that all the characters in the movie are caught up in so I thought that was what made it that this is one of my favorite movies of all time so like that's one of the things that makes it that is that it's so engrossing and they set out with a specific goal in mind when they made the film. And I think they knocked it like all the way the yeah. fuck out of the park. And it's amazing how like, um, uh, probably just re like underlining the point of how like nobody stopped to think about how fucking stupid of an idea that in Iraq, they're carrying around weapons of mass destruction in the back of tractor trailers. The same as like how fucking stupid they sent an asteroid to hit Buenos Aires. Like, and, and we all just i mean i can't say we all did i didn't i was like what i was like 19 and being like what the fuck that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life how, how are you all believing this what is happening it was like and and so for for it to actually play out in reality in america at the, like a couple years later was like wild you know or that it did it did actually happen you know like not actually with the bugs and shit but like how you can draw those lines in reality. Yeah. I mean, in the commentary too, he mentioned something to the fact of like, do you, can you trust your government when they tell you something? And like, yeah, I mean, it's very prophetic in the sense that, I mean, we were, I mean, the U S lied about South Korea, you know, Korean war, they lied about all the wars, all the shit they're doing. So it it just, it is kind of funny. What makes us think that it's for real, like, no, but this time for real, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Every time. I mean, it this, this time. time. This time, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not lying. We're not <laughs> lying. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? You you mentioned your last thing more to your comment. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Cool. Solid movie, though. Honestly, thanks for telling me about it. That's my first time seeing it. Um, actually, when it was released, I was still floating in um, my my father, but um, but yeah. Uh, it's a super solid movie. I think honestly, like one of the like the best CGI's for sure of its time, compared to Star Wars. I'm I'm gonna go on a limb and say that it's probably the the spaceships look a little better than the than for example like the Death Star or something. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's should... funny you said that because apparently in one of the scenes where they're on one of the military bases, you can actually see the model of the Millennium Falcon in the background. <laughs> that's funny. Actually, <laughs> I guess what? they filmed it in the same like lot or whatever. So. But no, I, I agree. I think the CGI is great. Like there isn't that much. Like a lot of the explosions are all legit. So yeah, I, I, I saw I, this movie. I was, I'm, I guess I'm older. I saw this in the theater. I was like 15, 16. That's and, dope. Yeah. yeah I wish uh, I would have seen it in theaters. And I, I just, I don't, at the time, I just thought like this is an action movie and that's it. Like I had no illusions about anything. I remember I was like in seventh grade. And like even seventh or eighth grade, and my dad must have been like watching it in the living room, and I was like only watched it like by proxy, like walking through, and like I was like obsessed with Gavin Rosdale at the time. Like it was totally outside of my realm of of my repertoire, you know. And it's like cool to see it now as an adult, and totally what was like that was like dad shit when I was, you know, when it came out to me. So I loved. Denise Richards as a kid, like Avi. And, uh, I don't know, whenever that fucking movie came out, like the CGI was like 
the big thing. I was so fascinated with that art form because I was like, how do they fucking do that? Because like the computers that I saw were like number munchers and organ trail, you know? So then they're like, oh, we're making this on computers. I'm like, fucking how? How are you doing this? What what sorcery is this? So I don't like know, the computer screens were still like green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. And I actually rented it from Blockbuster. Is it? Yeah, R.I.P. Well, there's only there's still one no. store left, right? Just twenty one. Damn, it's left. It's yeah. the last one. All right. Well, uh, to those watching live and to those online, you can can watch this uh, or listen to this on your platform of choice. Have a good one.